you are here on purpose with a purpose by design. We have another amazing, powerful woman with us in studio today. Woo! Woo! (laughs) And you're going to know more about that in a bit. Doctor, you're going to know more about that in a bit too. And international bestseller, all of that. Dr. Saveri is in the house. (laughs) We need a bill. We do. We knew we need I I need a button that I can just push that has like loud applause. You know exactly. what I mean? You just hear that. <laughs> Thank you for having me on here again, Pamela. I'm so honored to excited, honored, blessed, privileged, all of those great adjectives. But thank you. Thank you. Right back at you. It's a privilege and honor to host your greatness and i am excited i've got my paper and i've got my pen because you always have so many good things to say so if you see me looking down it's because i'm writing what you said (laughs) which will be amazing so you guys all out there make sure you have what you need so that you can take great notes today so let's go ahead and jump in queen doctor tell us who are you thank you again once once again, thank you, Pamela. My name is Eseveri. I have a lot of titles, which we're going to get to, but let's just keep it simple because my name alone is very complex. <laughs> so this is Eseveri here. Um, I'm a mom. I like to start from there. I'm a child. I'm a mom. I'm a friend. I'm a sister. I like those simple titles. <laughs> How about that? But professionally, I am very I love to inspire people, motivate and inspire. I am a coach. I I help people to rediscover themselves. I want to put it that way. You know, I help people brand themselves. I help people that want to, you know, probably found themselves in a certain place in life that they're not supposed to be. And then they're not happy about it. If they are not happy about it, um, I want to be able to inspire them to get back in direction because that's like what happened mm-hmm. to me. So I do life and business coaching. Um I'm an author, like I have so many things. Sometimes I find it hard to just quantify them, like just put them all together. But um, above all, like I always say, my best title is being a mom to my two amazing boys. I live in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, I love to make friends and to meet great women like you. Oh, and I love how you said, you know, being a mom, because you know what? I think all moms out there can so relate to that. It is the number one biggest and best accomplishment that we can have. And, and it is a privilege and an honor to be here with you and to learn more about you. So thank you for, you know, peeling back that first layer, but we're going to have you peel back some more layers. And we're going to start with this one. We're celebrating the women of the power voice and that book anthology with which you are a contributing author in. You have a chapter in there is international number one bestseller. And so, yes, I mean, isn't that amazing? You work and you work and you work. And then here we are. It's done. True. So powerful. 
when we were searching, praying for the name, the women of the power voice came right up to the surface that that, that was uh, the title, but not just to find a title, that it was a significant title. It had significant meaning for all women, but specifically for the women within the anthology. So when you hear those words or you read those words, when you're looking at the book, what does that bring up within you? What do you think of when you hear the women of the power voice? Yes, so I've been asked this question a couple of times and every time I see it different or I feel it differently, right now with you asking me that same question, I feel um, the women of the power voice stands for strength, for unity, women coming together because a lot happens when women come together and not just ordinary women, we're talking about women of power women that have strength, women that have gone through a lot. Um, typically women that have turned their pain, um, their struggles into strength, into purpose. Women that have been through life because that's what the stories signify, right? Women that some of them in the book um, are still going through, but have been able to find the strength to share just to, you know, um, inspire another woman out there, to encourage another woman out there, to educate another woman out there, to, you know, just pat another woman on the shoulder and say, you know what, it's okay, right? So um, for me, it's it signifies strength, it signifies um, unity, because we are all coming together, you know, and lending our voice as one. That's why we've been, we decided to put it in a book. That's why you and Ishika thought of, okay, how about we you know, compile it in a book. That way it will be one voice, one voice with different messages affecting different lives. Wow. One voice with different messages affecting different lives. That is beautiful. You can tell why you're a doctor. Come on. One voice. Oh my gosh. All these different stories affecting all these different lives. Beautiful. You also said strength and unity it represents to you, but then you said power and then you dove down there a little bit more. And I wrote this down. You said the women have been through things and they turned their pain into purpose. And that's how it became power. Whoa. Amazing. Yeah, it is our pain that will be our gain. You know, they say no pain, no gain. And of course, they no gain working out. But in every area of our lives, we can have that pain turn into our gain. And that's beautifully said, doctor. All right, so let's move on and let's start to look at some of these more layers, peel some more back, get to see a little bit more of you knowing who you are. And you have been doing a lot. You've been really busy the last few months. I have stood and watched in awe as you, uh, on social media going, and, and now she's what? She's here. She's she's there. She's she's got she's been awarded this. She's received that. And I'm draw. I'm not saying any of what those things are, so that they can all come right from you. But you have been busy 
achieving goals and dreams, not just an anthology, but I want people to know that when they get this book and they read your chapter, oh my goodness, who is speaking to them in this chapter? So if you don't mind peeling back those queenly layers and maybe the doctor layer and sharing with our viewers and listeners all that you have been achieving, it would be wonderful. So fire away. <laughs> Thank you again, Pamela. You are such an extraordinary woman. That's why I'm in your presence, right? I want to particularly thank you because this encounter that we're having right now, this meeting is one of those meetings that will also go down in the book. So I'm glad that this is happening in 2021. 2021 has, like you said, has truly been a remarkable year for me. I'll say my entrepreneurial journey actually started in 2020, or I'll say an entrepreneurial discovery, or the, the Dr. Severi that you see today actually started in 2020. And um, 2020 was more of asking God, um, God, I'm sure that listening to my heart, this is the direction that you want me to go, but I'm not sure what the journey is going to look like, but these are the desires of my heart. But what would you have me do? But there was something I had, you know, I had to go back and I told God, I'm like, I can feel that you're taking me somewhere. I can feel that you are taking me on a journey. I don't know what the journey is going to look like, but I do know that at the end of the journey, every aspect of the journey, I wanted to showcase your light. I wanted to give you praise. I wanted to be for your glory. Mm -hmm. So I could feel that, okay, I was walking into my purpose, walking into why I was created. And, but I couldn't really tell. So I tell people, God will tell you, I'll take you from, his promises are always, I'll take you from point A to point Z, right? I will not leave you. I will not forsake you. Walk in me, you know, follow me, do what I ask you to do, you know, find me, stay with me, follow my steps. But he wouldn't tell you what you will go through in between A to Z. So you wouldn't know what will happen in B, K, you know, in between. You just have to trust him and follow his leading. So I am still on my journey. I haven't gotten to Z yet. The only time I'm going to get to Z is at the end of my life, right? And we're all praying for long life. But, you know, the reason why I share that is because, like I said, my journey started in 2020. And I have actually been amazed at the things that, at the little things, I want to say, because it says eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. So that means there's a lot in store as long as we continue to walk in him and allow him to use us. And I say that to say that, you know, and I want to just fast forward to 2021. And you know, it's the end of the year. Today is the 28th. And two days ago, I was like, it's coming to the end of the year. But I know this year has really, really, really been eventful. It has been a blessing. It has been a year full of amazing accomplishment for me based on my journey. Like I tell people, everyone's journey is different, right? Everyone's journey is unique and everyone's journey is specific. And so something said, you know what, um, Esavere, how about you pick up a pen and 
try to think back this time last year, going into 2021, and some of the things that you wanted me to do for you, and look at where you are right now. And I started to write down, you know how we taught, taught to count our blessings so that, you know, and name them one by one. And I started to write down and Pam, I couldn't really remember everything. I'm telling you, I, I, my list was so much. And you could see while you were talking, I had to bring out my book because I wanted to, you know, just peep through and just have a sneak peek of some of the things that have been happening. So, of course, I'm going to, you know, just quickly peek. And so I know that I'll just highlight some because, like I said, I'm not going to be able to say everything. But this year alone, I remember coming into the year and saying, God, I want you to take me to my next level. I want you to. I started a coaching course with the co um, coach that we all know. With, um, we have the same coach, right? I started that last year with even the Les Brown's journey. And this year, I was like, God, take me to a different level. Give me what I need. And I still remember getting, signing up and getting you know, advanced, taking me to the next level. I got some new coaches that kind of opened a new network for me entirely. Um, I took a bold step to, you know, get out of my comfort zone. And that led me, let me fast forward now to like the middle of the year. I got into a pageant and I actually got into the pageant because of the step that I took into I want to, you know, go to the next level in terms of me being coached because I believe that for every stage in life, you need coaches, you need mentors, you need people that would see for you what you can see for yourself. And that's, I thought I was getting a coach on just the coaching program, but that network was what dropped the idea or gave me the opportunity to get connected with the pageant. And all of, up until that time, I didn't really understand. And that's, I'm only saying that to say that sometimes God will lead you on a journey that doesn't even look when you are going on that journey. It would not, it wouldn't make sense, but you just have to trust him because it's that journey, like Pamela used, have been using the word, that would unveil like the onion. It will keep unveiling different steps or different areas, different level, you know, that led me to the pageant. And I still remember when I first got approached to, you know, participate in the pageant. And I'm like, really? Pageant? That don't look like me. That's, that doesn't have anything to do with me. It wasn't anything. I'm not one of those people that dream about pageantry. <laughs> so I wasn't a young girl dreaming, okay, you know what? One day I'm going to walk on the wrong way. No, I never had, I never thought about that, you know, but um. If you ask me, when did you start? When, when would would you have started dreaming of that for yourself? Maybe 2020, 2020, when I realized that you know what, you can be anything you want to be. That was my year of discovery. You can do whatever you want to do. You can go. I mean, you can achieve whatever you want to achieve. That was when my mindset was exposed to that. And so, based on that mindset, as I hope I, you know, I received it with open arms. And Pamela, I actually went into pageantry with zero, zero knowledge of what I was doing. But here I was, the opportunity was there. And if you know me, I've always preached about saying yes and then figuring out the other stuff. And before I knew what was happening, um, I had a title for Miss Tennessee. Whoop, whoop. And that's how I had to go represent Tennessee. It was already time, like there was no time actually I had to represent the state of Tennessee in the nationals. and. 
I was on the job. If you know what they call on the job training. Yep. And I was just excited with the whole stuff that was going on. <laughs> I was enjoying the journey while I was training on the job. And so that's what how I got that exposure. But lessons, I learned a lot. Um um, I, I, I became a better person from that journey. I, I discovered myself in a different way. And then I realized that the story of my pageantry wasn't just for me. It was for that woman or that lady, that girl sitting on the sideline and thinking, that's not me. That's for some certain people. I can't achieve that. My time is past. I have a baby. I have a broken home. I have, I have a broken marriage. Like I have all of all this limiting belief, all of all this stigma, because I still remember people calling me and some people were saying, did they know you were married before? <laughs> like I see those were supposed to be criteria. Can you imagine that? You know, and so that was how my pageant journey actually started. Wow. So it started where you had zero um, idea of what, you know, to, what to expect, which probably is not a bad thing because you didn't have to un unlearn anything. You just had to maybe just learn some new things. And then you jump in and you're hit with, do they know you were married? Oh, goodness, as if that should matter. I know that in some pageants, it, it probably does, but um, uh, you were able to continue to move forward. And so what happened? So you did. You went to the pageant and you represented Tennessee internationally. Is that what you said? Yeah, so I was in the national. I represented the state of Tennessee. I came out second runner. Oh, Woo! no experience. <laughs> It was, it was fun. It was fun. Wow. Sorry? <laughs> yes. I made some new friends. I got up, um, I got exposed to the pageant family. I still am part of that family till now. Um, they've been part of my journey. Um, it's actually the Global Continental National Pageant. For those that are out there and maybe wondering, I have always promoted and talked about the pageant, um, that particular pageant system, because of what that pageant meant to me. Um, it, it afforded me the opportunity, being a novice, you know, to find my ground. Um, I wasn't judged based on, you know, she doesn't know what she's doing and things like that. I felt, I felt like the queen that I was, you know, um, the pageant director was really very kind to me. You have some experience in pageantry, you know, um, all through the steps, she kept answering my questions. Some of them I felt were stupid questions, you know, and then meeting the other pageant sisters there too, they were very accommodating. Um, I, I, I didn't hide the fact that I was new to the system, you know, and it was it was a beautiful experience generally. And I am still gaining from that step, just making that both step. Like I have taken it, of course, to the next level. Um, but it's been it's been a wonderful experience. So you said you're taking it to the next level. What's the next level? <laughs> so the next level, I, I always feel that God will not give you something without a lesson. 
you know, so I'm always asking myself, what is the message or why did you take me to the pageant in the first place? Right. So just recently in my church, I did like a mini pageant, which I surprised myself. I shared on my social media um, where I had to get little little girls from. We had a program. We're going to have like a musical. Um, it was actually a carol concert at my church. And my choir director approached me and said, um, because of the way you you do with your pageant thing and this new thing in your bucket, um, I wanted to do something for the young girls. And that was a seed. So I took it. I've always listened when people talk to me. I pick what is essential and I run with it. And so I went back into my closet and started praying. I was like, God, what would you have me do? It's coming to the end of the year, but what's do you want me to do with this crown and the sash? Mm -hmm. And he laid in my heart, like, you know, get the girls together and use what you have. That's what, that's how it was in my heart. And I went with it. I got those little girls together. I told them, guess what? I, you know, first of all, I wanted to be sure that there were girls that were interested because I felt like if I had that exposure, maybe I should have known a little bit more you know, now or earlier in the year when I was going into the pageant. So I felt I wanted to affect girls in my community mostly, you know, and so I started from there and I asked them, would you like to, you know, walk on the runway? You know how, you know, you know, I'm Miss Tennessee, right? And they're like, yeah, of course. And then I said, um, what do you think about, you know, just wearing a dress and, you know, walking around the stage and things like that. And they were like, yeah. I said, okay, you know, we can start something at church. And they were excited. And so I decided to pick a topic, which was the fruit of the spirit since we're at church. And, you know, all through those four weeks, um, we met, um, I think it was towards the end we met live. We're actually meeting on Zoom. I saw it as, as an opportunity to preach the gospel. Like I said, I wanted a way to affect those little children. And I figure that even though this, even if this is the only time I get to do this with them, I want them to have an exposure into pageantry. And also I wanted to sow a seed in their heart, right? Um, so that's why I chose the fruit of the spirit for this particular mini pageant. And so those weeks we studied the Bible. Um, they all were, they all had to choose one fruit of the spirit. And they all came up with their content. I guided them a little bit, but it was more like Bible study, you know, but tied around pageantry, tied around the little that I learned around pageantry. And so we brought the pageantry into it towards the latter end, but it was more like having Bible study with the kids, um, teaching them about self-confidence, teaching them about um, public speaking how to speak, how to present yourself comfortably, um, teaching them about poise and ethics, some of the things that I've learned, you know. So I felt like I could inspire those children in those four weeks that they were with me. And then we had our presentation at church. They all, I had all their parents get them gowns. So we couldn't do all the change of clothes and all that, but I was just happy with the final outfit. I was just imagining in my head, like the final round where you come out with your, you know, with your gorgeous dress and things like that. We had music in the background. It was beautiful. I didn't think it was going to come out that way. And I thought of a way to reward them. I had to get them crowns. Um, end of the, at the end of it all, I crowned each and every one of them. They all spoke. Um, I asked them questions like we were in a pageant and where you had the, um, the host ask you questions. And some of the questions were general questions. And most of the questions were actually mostly on the fruit of the spirit, which was their major topic. You know, 
I mean, I was I was really excited because before we had the presentation, the girls were in the back end. It felt like the back room during real pageant when they were all getting ready. They were trying to, you know, like memorize their lines. They didn't want to miss their lines. They, they, I told them they were going to be judged. We actually had judges. I had some of my friends come in and they sat down as judges and they acted like they were scoring them. So we, we did something similar to a pageant. I was happy because this time around, we're doing it to the glory of God. So. It was exciting and I did, I just wanted to try that, but my goal is actually to take that to the next level, even if it means, you know, maybe probably changing topics from time to time, but just see how I can impact young girls for that, you know, two to four weeks period. And then we can have something as a presentation. So that's what oh, I mean. That is so beautiful. And how old were these girls that you had the mini pageant with? They were actually from nine to 14. Beautiful. And I'm sure they just look up to you, you know, as the as someone within their community that they can look up to, but, oh my goodness, here you are the uh, pageant queen and you're wanting to pour into them and help them feel and experience what you felt and experienced. That is so beautiful and i love what you said you said i wrote this down that um for you doing this pageant meant that you were you really were connecting with and wanted to help other women that were sitting on the sidelines of their life and that you had stepped out of the sidelines of your life so to say, you don't strike me as somebody that probably ever sat on the sidelines. <laughs> if there was any area like, okay, now what do I do next? God, he tells you pageants and you're like, okay, you could have said, what me? No, I was married. That's not me. But you went after it and faced whatever that was, went through the training. I remember um, one of the pageant coaches that I worked with would make her candidates they would have to walk 300 miles in heels before the pageant it wasn't you know like during the pageant over the weekend and that was uh and i remember the sores on the feet and all of that stuff and they were not they were comfortable shoes but come on they're pageantry you know they're high heels and pretty little glass slippers and whatever else so there was a, I say all that because there's a training that goes in there, just like for a marathon. You don't just, I mean, I guess you could just show up at grandma's marathon and start running or whatever marathon is nearby you. For us, it's grandma's marathon a few hours north of us and just start running. But if you haven't trained, um, if you if you do make it through the marathon, you are going to be hurting the next day. It, and that's if you make it. And if you don't make it through, you're not going to make it through because you weren't ready. You weren't trained. And you're still going to hurt tomorrow. So you went through the training to make sure that you were ready, whatever that looks like. You talked about empowering these young gals with how to speak. Uh, that's a big part of pageantry is to be able to speak with excellence and to be able to be precise and powerful. Because when you're asked a question and there's however many other people standing up there that could get asked the same question or one similar your answer needs to pop and it needs to stand out. Nobody better 
than you to in, to empower these young young ladies coming up in age how to speak how to walk how to what does what does beauty mean like you know i could see all of that really being a tool uh, in your hand to point these young gals in the right direction for their for their future so when i think of you getting in with no no experience first time taking that uh, second position of reigning being there like number two that's that's a huge deal but why did this work for you because of what you're doing right now you were going to pay it forward and empower so many so the queen shares the crown oh that is so beautiful. And not just one time at your church, you have this desire to take it out and beyond to affect so many lives of, of young women. And then on top of it, you are a international best-selling number one author of this incredible book, The Women of the Power Voice. So it's like, it's the best of both worlds here. It's a queen. <laughs> And then power. I know, right? <laughs> oh my gosh, these young ladies are transforming their lives. I know. You in know, Pamela, in the course of my journey, um, I came up with a quote. And that quote is, we show up not to show off, but to show others what's possible. And that quote is actually a summary of my story is a summary of my journey because um, you said a lot, you said like, okay, I've had all of all these accomplishments. The first time I came out, I, I named myself a CEO. You know, I was like, you know what? Right now I work a nine to five. Um, I don't want that to define me because I want to be my own boss. And then I just got up and said, you know what? If I'm going to be my own boss, I might as well be my boss today. I don't have to wait. And so I turned the nine to five around and I named myself the five to nine CEO. <laughs> and before I realized, people started calling me the CEO. And there's something about a name. That's why we have to be careful about names. You know, just the same way words have power. There's, it says death and life are in our tongue. And as soon as I named myself the CEO, I started to talk to myself. If you're a CEO, then you need to act like one, right? Yes. You need to show up as a CEO in your life. You need to show up as a CEO in your business. You need to show up as a CEO in your health, in your family, in your church, everywhere. You need to show up as that CEO. And for me, one acronym I gave the CEO was create the life that you want. Empower that life and own the life. So I show up every day with a mindset that if you're not happy where you are, you can, you're free to start all over again. It's not too late. So every of the accomplishments I've accomplished this year has been, I don't like it, change it. And when you change it, stand by it, empower it, and own it. Boss up to it, right? Wow. And I'm saying that to say that People are looking at me and people are watching me and they're watching my journey. And it's not like I'm living for people, but I'm living my life and my life is, it's an example for somebody else. I'm, I want to live my life to inspire, 
That's what I say, right? I want to be able to affect life. So they say you get blessed. By the end of the day, your blessings is measured by how many lives has changed from that blessing. God gives you a dollar. It's not about the one dollar, the value of the dollar. It's about the value is actually in how many people have you blessed with that dollar? How much has that dollar multiplied in lives, right? That's the way I see. That's the way I see life. And so I've been doing all of all this, but people that, most people that have been watching my journey, people that have known me for a while, they're kind of amazed because of where I'm coming from. And that's why I'm going to, you know, pivot back. I'm going to pivot back to the book, actually. I was saying that a lot of women, the stories that we have in the book, some of us are actually, actually still be going through, but we've chosen to stand out and, you know, share just to give strength to other women. My background story is actually not a pleasurable story. My background story is actually a story where I'm supposed to actually be sitting on the sideline because you said, because you talked about the sideline, that's why I'm trying to go back there, right? Um, Because of what happened to me, or I wouldn't say happened to me, I would say happened for me because of my mindset now. I used to be married. I got married 2006. And in 2000, and, by 2010, I wasn't sure if I was married any longer. That led me, that pain of my marriage being destroyed or my marriage being taken away from me or however I want to you know, say, that pain led me to pick up my two children and I left the shores of Nigeria and I relocated to the United States. The reason why I relocated was because I didn't want to stay in the, on that sideline. I didn't want to remain on that place that life was trying to push me into. I didn't want a pity party because a lot of people were saying, oh my God, you're such a nice person. It's a very, it shouldn't be you. But it wasn't doing much for me. It was actually... I mean, it was good for that moment, but I realized I, I decided to get a microscope and if I could look ahead, what would this do for me? If I stay in this atmosphere, if I stay in this comfort zone, it's not going to do anything for me. Instead, it was leading me to, you know, you're not supposed to be here. Maybe you should kill yourself, commit suicide. Um, you've been hurt. I was thinking of how to... I had to pivot. I was thinking of how to use this down situation for strength, how to push myself in such a way that women that are going through or that have been through or that are going to go through what I've been through will look at me tomorrow and say, oh, my God, if she could get herself out of this mess and she now has a message, then it can happen for me too. So I didn't allow the issue in my marriage to define me. Because my marriage didn't work as much as I wanted it to work. I felt like I did everything right in quotes because nobody's perfect. But it was what it was supposed to be. And I was like, God, what is the story? What is the message that you have for me in this mess? And that led me to, I prayed about it. And what I heard was, which of course could be different for other people. I am take, I'm taking you through this. And instead of why me, it's you because there's going to be a message that 
would come out of this mess that you are in right now. And I'm going to place you in a place that when people see you, they remember the mess. They will, they will draw strength from the fact that there's no situation, no place, no low place that they are in right now. They will smile again. I keep telling people you smile. I smile a lot. I wasn't smiling like this before. But God has given me so much joy from my pain that I, like, I'm happy. I'm genuinely happy. And that's why I show up a whole lot, as much as I can. Not as much as I would want to, but as much as I can. But it's just to give another woman that strength. And I'm doing all of all these things from situations that are not palatable. Like I've walked through all of all this accomplishment in 2021. But if you're listening to this, it's not because things were perfect. It's just because I, I decided to push myself, even in the uncomfortable situation. God brings out beautiful vessels, beautiful things, beautiful things spam out from those ugly situations. So if you're looking at me and you're wondering, okay, she went from pain, her past and broken marriage. And about, I, let me put it this way. I was rejected. You know, myself and my kids were rejected. And we're in this place of power voice, power women or whatever, right? So just, I'm just leaving the opposite of what the, what the enemy meant for bad turning out to be a good thing, right? You talked about me being a doctor. I didn't think I was going to be a doctor when I came into 2021. I've just been walking the path and just making bold moves. And every time I find, I come across a stumbling block, I'm like, God, what is the message in here? I pick out the message, even if it's just 10% from the 100%. I don't worry about the negative 90%. I pick the 10% and I just keep running. So I'm only saying that to encourage anybody listening that don't give up, don't settle for less. Don't settle in that place. Don't settle in that place of pain because there's actually a message. A beautiful vessel can come out of that broken. So true and so beautifully said. So I loved it. You said you, you are living the opposite. That is so profound and yet so simple. I'm living the opposite. And that's what you're demonstrating for the before all that are coming before you, that are learning from you, that are uh, coming being graced to come across your presence. And I see this. You, you talked about your smile and that you're, you're smiling again because you're happy again. You have literally had the pain turned into joy. And that this is why you're on the platform that's why you're here it's why you're doing what you're doing to show others this is the way now i'm reminded of the scripture where paul says uh you know follow me as i follow christ mm. and that is one of my favorite verses because it's a powerful verse uh, you know he wasn't a perfect individual none of us are created to be perfect there's only one that's perfect right true so, but we are to be um, confident in our in our walk, in our way. And so as you're saying, I'm living the opposite. I'm smiling again. Uh, uh, there's been a, a message that's come out of my mess. Uh, I have been given joy from my pain. You 
I'm doing all of this. I'm saying all of this. Are you hearing me who's out there? You're saying, follow me as I follow him. Just like the apostle Paul said, follow me. And it's not necessarily uh, do every religious check thing. Get out your check board and check everything off. You have learned how to quickly uh, obey is the word that comes to my mind. And mm -hmm. uh, what is it that you want me to do? Take me to the next level. Okay, yes, the next level has arrived, queen doctor. Here it is. But it is about not just you, but about all those that you are affecting. And that is so powerful, powerful. And you're affecting them because you are doing the work, the work of saying, I'm going to get up. I'm going to show up, not to show off. What did you say? Not to show off, but to what show was others what's possible. Show others what's possible. I had it marked and starred, but I was on the wrong page. <laughs> so <laughs> here you are is saying, here, follow me as I follow him. And if I can do it, you can do it. You can do it too. My smile can come back. Your smile will be back. That is so beautiful. But I want you also to talk a little bit about, um, you said you hadn't planned to become that doctor, and yet here you are, Dr. Queen. How did that feel to have that surreal moment? I mean, I wasn't there in person. I was had it conferred on me because I had no voice. So um, I was home and did everything virtually. But I watched you walk across that platform and saw you take your hat, you know, and move the tassel, but then throw it. I mean, it was, it, I was doing it here in my office with everyone and it was wonderful, but I was, I was doing it also vicariously through you because I knew you and I'm like, I know her, we're working together. Boy, you know. We're in an anthology together. She's one of the ladies. It's like, okay, so a power voice woman was walking across the platform with me, and or I was walking across it with her. So tell us, what was that like? How did you feel in that moment? Hmm. First of all, I I will say that I was looking for when I realized like it was last week that we're going, that event was gonna happen. I was looking forward to meeting you and hugging you in person. Like, <laughs> I really, I was, I, I actually told one of the women in the Power Voice that I can't wait to, you know, meet you. I was, I, I thought that was going to be the moment, but I guess God had other plans. So he's saving the hug. We can just get the visual one for right now. <laughs> he's saving it for the future. But, um, Walking through that stage when my name was being mentioned, in fact, just even preparing my kids and going to Atlanta to get that award was, I felt I was dreaming the whole time. Because like I mentioned, it wasn't, it wasn't my list. It wasn't in my dream. <laughs> it wasn't even in my imagination coming into 2021, you know, but it's still part of what I'm saying. Like God won't tell you everything. He has sweet surprises for you. Yeah. So if you're listening and you're wondering, don't 
don't sweat the small stuff. Um, I know it's good for us to plan for the new year. Today is 28. We have three more days to enjoy 2021. But, you know, there are some beautiful surprises waiting for you in 2022. He's not going to tell you all of it. So don't worry. Just believe. Walk, you know, continue to do what you have to do. Keep showing up, right? Because that's what happened to me. And so I remember still calling on my kids and saying, you know what, guys, um, I'm going to pick you guys from school early because we're going to Alana. Mommy is going to be a doctor. And they're like, hmm? Doctor? <laughs> <laughs> like... I'm sure my children feel like, what kind of mom is this? Like she just keep coming up with all, <laughs> she keeps coming up with all <laughs> sorts of surprises. And most of them will, for the common man, like impossible. Like if I have to look at it with a man's bed eye, it's almost impossible because what are you talking about? My youngest son who is 12, he's, he's more vocal. He's like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be a doctor um, after Saturday. I just need you to come with me. I was going to leave them, but something said take them because I wanted them to share that moment with me. Absolutely. Even though they are guides and, you know, guides being those preteen and teen, they act like they're not interested in what you're doing. They do their own thing, you know, but I felt like having them in the room, watch me walk through the stage would sow a seed in their hearts that they won't forget in life, forever in life. And because they are my why, part of my why, I wanted them, I felt like even if nobody else was in that room, both of them had to be in the room. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad that I was able to take them with me. And, you know, um, getting there and seeing the whole event, thanks to Cornerstone Christian University, they had a beautiful room. And um, I got called and I walked that stage. And, you know, something will be happening to you sometimes and you want to pinch yourself, like, am I dreaming? And, you know, Dr. John Ogulu made the announcement and they called my name and they had me wear all this stuff. You know, like I've always said, Pamela, some of these things I don't even know before I get there. Like, I try to always enjoy the moment. Like... It was when I got there, Dr. John said, okay, no, I was trying to wear everything. And he said, no, you have to hold this one because we have to put it on on you. <laughs> he told me outside the room. I said, oh, okay. So I had to hold this. I was just happy. <laughs> I was excited. I was honored. I felt blessed. I felt, I mean, it was everything because this is, it's not like, this is, it was an honorary degree, right? So, for me to be honored, like identified, like I was like, that was what my kids were like, you like, mommy, we didn't see this coming. Most of the people close to me, you know, actually were excited for me. Um, and all I was hearing was they didn't see it coming. Like nobody's, I didn't know that that was going to happen, you know, in 2021. And it was, um, it still goes back to eyes I've not seen, ears I've not heard, neither has it been revealed to man. God says it's going to do great things. And the words that we identify ourselves with is really very important. You know, um, we, 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 we since 2020, 2020, we've been using, I've surrounded myself with people that have been using words like greatness, 
you know, I'm in the midst of this greatness. There's greatness in you, thanks to Les Brown. There's something special about you. You know, I had to, I had, I had some lines like that even in my book. You know, there's really something special about every one of us. And there's really greatness in us. If only we we'll allow ourselves. Sometimes I feel like we fight ourselves. Like God is trying to bless you, but you are limiting yourself. Is so rich. Uh, God is wanting to bless you, but we're the ones saying no by the limiting beliefs. And it's time to get rid of those. It's time, and you're right, so much of it right mm -hmm. here. We just get programmed through those paradigms that stinking thinking, and we just say it. I am no good. I am always sick. I am, I'll never be able to, I'm not good enough. I don't, right? And all of that creates and enforces that belief within us when there's nobody on the planet that would say that one human life, one human being isn't worth more than tons and tons and tons of fine gold. Every human being is worth, you can't put a worth on it. You can't put a value on it because you're, it's so much beyond. And like any person would agree with that. And then but when it comes to our own worth, then we're the ones that do the markdown Kmart price tag. You know what I mean? Or mark it yeah. down, but you know, all that down. And we are the ones that shut off those blessings Les Brown always says, your blessings are looking for you. And when I first heard him say that, it just was, it was such a, a powerful thing to hear because we will always say, you know, we're going to get our blessings. We're going to get our blessings. And we, and I've heard, you know, oh, what you're looking for is looking for you. And I believe that. But to hear your blessings are looking for you, like that doctorate degree was looking for you. You weren't even looking for it. It was looking for you, though, because yeah. you said yes to the next of what it was for this next year of your life. Boom. Everything aligned. You were there to receive it. Amazing. Oh, your story is so amazing. Queen, doctor, author, international bestseller, number one seller. Oh, wow. Oh my gosh, Power Voice graduate. Sabbath Brown for weeks and weeks and weeks. Transformed your life. And now here you are. As I already said, Dr. Queen, so much more paying it forward in the world, changing lives. It is true. Your story matters, your life matters, and there are lives waiting, hanging in the balance to hear from you. And you're out there just achieving that. I mean, gold stars all the way around for you, Dr. Esaveri. <laughs> Gosh, you're amazing. You're amazing. Oh, thank you. Oh, wow. You inspire me. So with the time that we have left, I want to ask you, uh, number one, tell the viewers and the listeners how they find you and get connected with you, buy the book from you, learn more about what you have to offer get involved with your community 
And then also, if there's anything else on your heart that you really want to share, take this time now to do that. So share what's on your heart. Tell everybody how to reach you. Okay. So because I've been working on this journey, like I said, and in the process, discovering myself, figuring it out. Nobody has it all figured out yet. And we will never to the end of our chapter, right? The end of our lives. We are always a work in progress. So I decided because a lot of people started to slide into my DM and they're like, it's very well watching this whole thing, this whole light, this whole flame. We're watching you blow up, you know. How can this happen for me too? And I was taking time because I, I talk, I speak a lot and I would, I'm like, you know what, let's talk. I mean, I jump on the phone and a five minutes conversation will be like an hour. And then you're like, oh my God, I've learned so much. I've gained so much. You know, I didn't even think I would, I, I sat in the parking lot with somebody one day. I dropped off my kid, my son at school. And I was just, we're just going to wave high. And we ended up talking for like two and a half hours. <laughs> and she, she said, oh my God, I didn't even know it was two and a half hours. I didn't know myself. And so I thought of, okay, how do I bring it together? How do I document um, some of the steps that I've taken? How do I help somebody else on my journey? And so that led me into the coaching business. So I decided to build a coaching program to help people find themselves again. Like I said, people that, I'm not talking of people that if you're doing where you are right now, if you examine your life and where you are is where you're supposed to be and you have it all together, you are good. You're my friend. I always want to be around people like you because you inspire me to keep going. But I'm talking of somebody that you are this junction and then you realize I'm not supposed to be here. It's either you took the wrong train or you jumped on the wrong bus or somebody, you followed somebody into the bus or somebody influenced you. Any, I don't want to know how you got there, but you know you're not in the right place. What you need to do is to pivot, is to find the right direction. It's okay to change. It's okay to stop. Acknowledge that you're going in the wrong direction. This direction that you're going or that direction you're going is not giving you joy. Life is too short to spend it in something that makes you miserable. Right. Those are the people I feel I'm called for. A lot of times people don't want to make that move because they are scared of what people will say. They are scared of the unknown. They are scared if they're going to be able to really have their life back. They see it for, happen for other people, but they think it's only people like a severe that are bold and confident enough to make that move. Nope. It can happen for you too. All you need to do is to crush that big limiting belief because all of all this limiting belief actually embodied in those four letter words called fear. Sometimes you can go through it on your own. And sometimes you need somebody to hold your hand and say, you know what? It's okay. I know you're hearing that sound right now, but guess what? That's the sound of thunder. It won't kill you. Come, let's go this way. 
That's the sound of lightning. It won't hurt you. That's the sound because that person has gone through and can identify those sounds. Sure. That's where I'm holding people's hands in my program and I'm walking them through. I'm not going to walk you through all the way because I'm not Jesus Christ, <laughs> but I'm going to lead you with God helping me. I'm going to just support you as you take that step and make that move and start doing what you are called to do. And that's what my program is about. Okay. In a job, you're not happy. It's okay to say no. Make that move. Take that step, you know, and start to go towards where you want to go. You're in a marriage. You are stuck. You can make that move and choose your life. Create the life that you want. Empower that life and own that life. Be the CEO of your life. That's what my mantra is. Do what makes you happy. Do what lights you up. That's what I preach. That's what my branding is all about. That's what I'm about. That's how I've been able to take my life back. That's the journey I'm on. And if you follow me on social media, E-S-E-V-E-R-E-R-E, Esevere, is either I'm Esevere529 CEO on Instagram or maybe TikTok. I've gotten on TikTok. Yes, I'm going on TikTok, Miss Palm. <laughs> I'm trying to take my message also to TikTok. I'm still figuring it out. Um, right now, but like I always do, I jump in there not knowing what I'm doing and then I figure out my way and I'm hoping to take a lot of women with me too because I know a lot of people have messages, they are overwhelmed, they don't know what's going on in that platform. I'm going to learn, I'm learning on my journey and I'm, of course I'm going to give back and show people how it's working for me. So uh, all of my social media platform, SFRA, um, Facebook page, I have a Facebook group called the CEO Empire. Um, you want to find that and you also want to join that group. Um, it's a very good, good group to be in. Um, Facebook, Instagram, everything I'm building. I also have a digital agency I just set up where I'm helping people brand themselves. So I want to just chip in that real quick, the CEO digital agency.com. Look for that. And if you need any of those services, um, myself and my team will be happy to serve you in that regard. But like I said, um, look for me online, follow me, because my mission is to inspire as many people as possible to do what they are called to do, to do what lights them up, to do what sets them apart. And it's all embodied under it is possible. Wow. <laughs> all things are possible. Amazing. And you are so inspiring. And well, what an honor it has been to have you grace and the purpose stage and to just, just hear your story. Like that you left Nigeria with your children and, and went to your like Abraham, go to an go to a place and I I'm not That's you know, right. in there, right? <laughs> Here you are now chasing these beautiful dreams, seeing them manifest, showing up on purpose to change not just your life, your family, and, and take as many with you along the way as possible. You are truly a picture of the fairy tale coming true. Oh. Fairy tale coming true. That it doesn't have to just be well- Nobody kisses a frog and that frog turns into a prince. 
it there is the fairy tale life coming true and that God's dream for you is bigger than what your dream is, even if you're dreaming as big as you think you can. Like this woman has demonstrated how to live and deliver dreams, and yet God pulled a surprise on her and said, Doctor, (laughs) (laughs) Doctor. So I just I want to thank you for sharing all this. And I look forward to us being able to have more conversations like this and uh, take it to the next level. Thank you for all that you do and you are and for being with me today. Ascend Above the Crowd is the newest course by Pamela Hinkle. Ascend is a self-paced email course that will come directly to your inbox and will change your mindset and your life. Each week, you will receive lessons, resources, challenges, and journal writings that will help you discover your purpose by design. It's your time to ascend above the crowd. To learn more about Ascend, go to www.purposewithpamela.com forward slash ascend. Pamela Hankel is the founder of The Purpose Center. Pamela is a mindset mentor, author, speaker, minister, and transformation coach. Her weekly podcast, international radio show, and television show are a lifeline that changes lives and inspires people to discover their individual potential through realizing their purpose by design. Pamela is a natural motivator and has shown many how to find their niche and transform their lives. Although success is an uphill battle, Pamela gives the necessary strategies to flourish, cheering you on every step of the way. Pamela shares from her personal experiences, education, and life as a woman in leadership, utilizing decades of knowledge, taking the approach of, let's have coffee and chat. She will awaken your dreams and purpose by design. Are you ready for Pamela to help guide you? Email us at purposewpamela.office at gmail.com or go to her website at purposewithpamela.com.